Hello, and welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold. I'm here to give you the headlines so you can get caught up quickly. You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Monday, January 11th, 2021. We have an exclusive piece at the end of the show about a stolen artwork in Tel Aviv. Now, let's get to the news. Starting on Wednesday, Israel will be expanding vaccination to people over the age of 55. This expansion of the group currently allowed to receive a vaccine was made possible due to the delivery of about 700,000 new doses that arrived in Israel today. More are scheduled to come next week. The health ministry reports by last Tuesday morning, Israel had vaccinated 1,870,652 people. The country is leading the world in terms of inoculating the public. The Israeli fabric maker Sonovia has announced that its Sono mask can neutralize the coronavirus at an effectiveness of just more than 99%. Sonovia's reusable antiviral masks are coated in zinc oxide, which destroys bacteria, fungi, and viruses. Results from the most recent round of testing in China show that the mask has the ability to neutralize fallen traces of the virus even within 30 minutes after the traces make contact with the fabric. The Sono mask maintains its protective properties for 55 wash cycles. Palestinians and Jordanians are accusing Israel of trying to Judaize the Western Wall Plaza because of renovation work that is being done there in the old city of Jerusalem. They've called for an immediate stop to the so-called excavations. They claim that the renovations contradict international humanitarian law, including decisions made by UNESCO, or the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization. The chairman of the Supreme Islamic Council and the former Palestinian Authority Mufti of Jerusalem denounces the renovations, and he's calling it an assault on Muslims with the aim of changing the identity of Jerusalem and tampering with the Islamic heritage and antiquities. Well, I tried to figure out which exact changes constitute a tampering of Islamic heritage, but none of the five news articles I looked into could identify that. Surely the old city is undergoing many constructions and renovations, but from my knowledge, the Antiquities Society is very involved in maintaining the authenticity of the place. A private note from me, I have visited the Temple Mount, which is the holy site for Muslims behind the Western Wall, and my sisters and I were asked to hide our Jewish star necklaces beneath our clothes so to not aggravate the Muslims there. The guard told us not to speak so that people would not think that we were making any prayers in Hebrew. I think that these items are important to note. I'm going to take a moment away from the news to ask you to support this show. You can send over a monthly contribution if you're enjoying the report and think that it brings you value. There's a link in the show notes on the podcast where you can send a 5 or $10 monthly contribution to support the work that goes into this. The site is anchor.fm backslash Israel daily news backslash support. You can also refer this show to two of your friends or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Now, let's get back to the news. 
Just days before U.S. President Joe Biden takes office, Israel's defense ministry approves plans for more than 800 new settler homes in the West Bank or Judea and Samaria, whichever language is more comfortable for you. Next week, the Civil Administration of High Planning is expected to approve 500 units in the settlements of Itamar, Beit El, Shavai Shamron, Oranit, and Givat Ze'ev. That's according to Khan, Israel's public broadcaster. A hundred units are expected to be put into Tal Menashe, which is the city where Esther Horgan was recently killed, allegedly, by a Palestinian man while she was out for a jog. 200 homes are set to be added in the Nofe Nehemia outpost in the West Bank as well. Israel's Defense Minister Benny Gantz is speaking out against a decision not to vaccinate prisoners in Israel, including those who are behind bars and over the age of 60. Gantz says the move is illegal, politically motivated, and life-threatening. The ruling came down from Public Security Minister Amir Ohana. Gantz says keeping them from vaccinations will only make it more difficult to fight the pandemic and that the rule is garbage. And finally, my favorite story of the day, though it's a little sad. This story is an exclusive to the Israel Daily News podcast. A young French immigrant in Jaffa is currently confused about how to feel after her large piece of art was stolen from an exhibition. The municipality of Tel Aviv, Jaffa, put on an art show including works from 150 artists. The idea was to beautify Jerusalem Boulevard, which runs through the center of Jaffa, which is just below Tel Aviv. Currently, there's a ton of construction since a light rail train system is being installed there. All the artwork posted up comes voluntarily from artists, whether amateur or professional, and clearly... Someone was so impressed with a piece called Serendipity by Jen Amuyal that they stole it overnight Saturday. The painting is 5 foot by 3 foot or 150 centimeters by 100 centimeters. The painting is bright and wonderful with a red backdrop and the side profile of a Vietnamese woman. The artist, Amuyal, tells us that she took the photo of the woman while traveling in Vietnam and she has since turned it into a painting. She received an offer for the work of $900 before it was stolen. We at the Israel Daily News podcast got in touch with her and asked her how it made her feel that her piece was taken away. So when I came back home, as I did every day by Isderot Yerushalayim, I used to say hi to my canvas, <laughs> but no canvas anymore. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I was super proud to draw something specially for Yafo City and to see the reaction of the people when they saw it and to share with them, so it was very nice. So for sure, I'm really, really disappointed, especially because someone had already ordered it. But no worry, I will do it again. And anyway, that's life. And I think it's also a big compliment because like, come on guys, (laughs) I'm the only one painting that has been stolen. So, okay, that's life. Looking ahead, Amiyal says it would be wonderful to get the work back and that she's receiving so many messages of encouragement from people who heard her story. They say she must create even more artwork now and she's planning on replicating the piece that has been stolen from her. The details for her are in the show notes if you're interested in seeing the piece and looking through her other fantastic paintings online. Her website is in the show notes so you can find it there. 
All right. Well, that's it for today's news. Today is Monday, January 11th, 2021. Tel Aviv has a low of 13 degrees Celsius and a high of 25 degrees. That's 55 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 77 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. I am everywhere. And don't forget to submit your contribution so that you can hear this show again. Thank you to Candace Cohen for your writing and research on today's show. I'll send you off into the middle of this week with Too Much by a New York City-based band called Stitched in Blue, an alternative blues rock band. The members describe themselves as caring deeply for social justice, with three out of five of the band members saying they've made the journey to the Holy Land and loved their time there. Have a great and productive day. Can you feel it? When you know it's wrong But you go along Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Now we're moving on And it's way too strong And it's way too strong But we're moving on Way too strong It's way too strong We're moving on Feels way too strong, feels way too strong